Man, probably a fun fact on me is that I like to read. Like I, I, I like to read. That's 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 a lost art nowadays. <laughs> oh, my great uncle is uh, Jesse Owens. He won four gold medals in 1936. I always want to leave people with this, man. To all the viewers and everybody out there, man. Make sure you guys finish your story. Make sure you guys finish your journey because somebody's gonna need it. Yeah. All you gotta do is push the bad button. That's all you gotta do. Push the bad signal. <laughs> Try not to think about the future too much. So you can maximize the now. Who, who's your favorite rap artist? Man, to be honest, it's crazy. Tupac always been my number one, right? Like he got, he got he got me through so much stuff, but Lewayne has been in the modern day. I said, what does it really take? What does it really take to be great, Drew? And he looked at me and he was like, You really wanna know? And he was like, to be honest. Everything you did to get here, you need to be consistent times 10. Happy, happy Monday, everybody out there doing the day. Welcome to the OTSBS show. Four days away from the weekend. Back at it like we're mad at it. But before we can do any of that stuff. We got to bring the man, think he coming from a great place, the world-class STWF Studios out of Ag Town. My main man with the plan, Uncle ah, Leroy. Ah, 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 ah. Hey, what's that, what's that, what's that, what's that? This your dude, Uncle Leroy. Hold on, wait. I'm in a thing jam. Let me stop the record. But it's your dude, Uncle Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the junior kicking it live from STWF Studios in Arlington, Texas. And, man, we got... The OTSBS show today, man. The show where we talk about the bull sniggity in sports. But before we get this thing started, man, we got to reach well. Up there, way to the home of the Boston Baked Bean in the Boston Globe. And get our man, too, on the show, man. Hey, call me. Call me. Call me. What's going on? Hope everybody's getting to All right. All right. So we already got fellas tapped in, man. What's down with you, uh, uh, Pete? Did it? Why? Well, I see. I Washington Trash. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know he takes that every chance he get on the yeah, Dallas yeah, Cowboys. Man, appreciate you tapping in. It's been a while, man. So uh, appreciate you tapping in. No, so bull crap. How's everybody no, Monday? Bull crap. Monday, man. Already? Bull crap, man. <laughs> and it stays back to yesterday. I took a nap. I woke up, and I was the last one to probably you know on the face of this earth that Bill Russell had passed, man. So. Um, want to give a condolences um, to um, Bill Russell, his family. Um, crazy loss for not only um, New England, but for the world. He was a pioneer, icon. You know, we could talk about the statistics in basketball, the, rather the 11 championships. The, the, he coached and played at the same time. We could talk about all that, but what he preached to the world and gave back to the world, the best quality about him. And it's just a terrible and sad situation. Facts, facts. But, you know, before we get the show started, you know, was we see the uh, chats already tapped in. They're already blowing up. But, you know, our shows are interactive. So if y'all got something to say, you know, type it up, hit enter, and we'll post it and reply back to it. But, you know, before we get this thing started, you know, let's see who's tapped in. with. We see Boston. Boston in the building, man. All right. You brought your people. I got to play that little boosie. You brought your people with you? Yeah, man. You know, I, I like little Boosie. You know what I'm saying? A few people in Massachusetts rock a little Boosie. I'm telling you, a lot of down south music is played up east, man. You know, so we be gigging. You know what I'm saying? We be gigging. You know, 
right, all right. So look, definitely tell us who's tapped in. You know, we already got Boston. Definitely want to see his uh, Dallas. Dallas tapped in. We got Chris. Drop your city, man. Let us know who's tapped in. What what city you in? Let us know. So, um, how was your Monday, Coach Lee? Man, it was a rough one, bro. It was a rough one, man. Had a little bit too much this weekend. Shout out to the Hat Out fam. We did a damn thing out there Saturday. And when you returned up, New Boston in the house. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. We got VA. What's that? VA in the building, you heard me? I see you. I see 703. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to tell you, I went to Virginia, um, Fort Lee, out there in Virginia. I forget where it was, but my hotel charged me an entertainment fee when I checked out. I said, I, I ain't had no big booty strippers in my room. How you charging me an entertainment fee? And it was just like, that's just something that they charge out there. So let us know. Let me know what's happening. If y'all ever got charged this entertainment fee out there in Virginia. We charge y'all an entertainment fee? Did they give y'all any entertainment in the hotel stay? I mean, you know, it was a. I was on there on a business trip, so but it it was just attached. Like they say, that's just something that the city does. So I was like, well, I'm from New Orleans, and I've never heard of that. And (laughs) you know, I'm saying you can get entertainment just by walking to church, man. So I I don't know, but definitely know. Let me know about that. I went to um first time I went to Orlando, Florida. You know, they 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 charge all these type of taxes, and then what could do catuity. So it's kind of like, damn, you want to take all my taxes, then you want to tip on top of a tip, then you want me to give you a tip, and all these taxes. So ultimately, how much am I really paying for this item and or drink? You know, whatever. Facts. That, thank you. Thank you. But look, you know what? That's Lil Webby. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? We want to see who's tapped who's in with us. So, uh, you know, let's see. Let's see. Hey, who, who people with us? You know what I'm saying so right now, Boston is, is killing it, you know. So, uh, that's my hometown VA. We racing y'all ass. All right, Facebook user, let us know who you is. But, um, uh, all right, we definitely got that. So, um, we got George in the building. Bulldog season coming up. No sliding on up, you know. Shout to the Thing too, you know what I'm saying? Even though BC gonna beat them this year, go Boston College. You know, oh, that's bumpy in the building. That's you bump, heard what's me? up? Yeah, you know, look, hey, tell him where he at. <laughs> oh, Mr. Hey, Mr. look, there it is. The in the building. You heard me? Look, <laughs> look, I got the people with me. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, it's up there today, baby. But um, yeah, I mean, so tell us about your dismal day uh, today, Coach Lee. Man, just. Start a new format at work. I feel like they, you know what I'm saying? What Rockwell said, sometimes you feel like somebody's watching you. That's <laughs> always, bro. Spread man, they you. got paper trails on us now, man. Facts. <laughs> we're going to make sure you're earning your cheddar. That is true. That is true. So, I mean, you know, my day was awesome sauce. You know, for those that don't know, today was the first day of business for... <laughs> The studios, you know, so, uh, you know, it's definitely a great experience. You know, y'all should tap in. You know, we um, are Arlington, Texas, number one podcast and photography studio. So, you know, if y'all want to shoot a podcast, learn how to do a podcast, you want to do a commercial, y'all can definitely tap in with us. And if y'all think y'all cute, you know, want a quick selfie, you know, we offer selfie boots for $15, 20 minutes. You can have your own photo shoot with your phone. So y'all definitely, if y'all want to become a star, Definitely check us out, STWF Studios, Arlington, Texas, number one <laughs> podcast and photography studio. 
soon to be rapper of the year as well. Two point walk will be in that studio one of these days. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, well, you know, you come with your own, uh, you know, his own ringtone. Exactly. All right, so you know, definitely, you know, like I said earlier, I um, shows are interactive, so you know, the chats are uh, blowing up already. So, hey, if y'all just jumping in, y'all jump in our chat, let us know how y'all feel about what we say. You know, my job is to piss y'all off, so hey, have fun. But on Monday, this is the OTSBS show where we talk about the bull sniggity in sports and today we should have a lot of stuff to talk about starting with um someone's you know patrick he said they thought you was qb uh one watson oh oh we do you want to be um qb one watson or qb one cosby as as, as we mentioned earlier for the show segment for that you know what i'm saying we're gonna you know so look like i said we got a lot of great topics so um coach lee what what are we talking about to begin with well, right off the bat, we're going to talk about damage control. So, as everybody knows, I think it was last week, the one QB1 for the Arizona Cardinals got a massive contract extension. But at that particular time, it's since been removed. But at that particular time, there was a study at home stipulation in there, a requirement of an X amount of hours of home study. They've since then removed it since it went public, but as we like to say around this here parts, man, the damage is damage control, but the damage may have already been done. So how are you feeling with Kyler Murray knowing that the team was like, you got to study a little bit more, man? I mean, do we know anything about the contract? I mean, because, I mean, I know the contract until they had four hours of weekly film study. So, you know, that, that was that one, you know, that one caveat that, you know, that amendment that they made to his bag to his money. I mean, they gave him a pretty good, you know, they gave him a pretty good salary. But, I mean, they put that one stipulation that he has to have four hours of weekly film study. Now, you know, we posted that in our Facebook group, uh, Sports Talk with Friends, and shout out to uh, Dante. Uh, Dante, he's the former uh, – Dante Jones, he's a former linebacker. Chicago for, Bears. Uh, Chicago Bears, right. He said that is a minimum. He's yeah. like, he's like, yeah. that's a minimum, bro. Like four hours. He was like, you should take that and run with it. But, you know, yeah, so, so it was four hours a week, right? Yes, four hours a week. You know, they said that paid man and study 40 hours a week. Shut the front door. <laughs> but hey, man, you know what? I wanted to post in the group earlier, you know, because Peyton Manning is from New Orleans, Louisiana. And shout out to Bill Russell, who's from Louisiana. You know, so all goats come from Louisiana. There it is. Drop the mic. There it is. <laughs> uh the um, bumpy says why give him that money if you know he's not doing his job he's getting paid to do his job i mean you know so wait, hold on why why give him that money if you know he's not doing his job in in what regards i think the extension so his contract extension that he got was it was a 230.5 million dollar contract extension okay um uh, five years 230 it's quite a bit of cheddar but if you put that stipulation in there you know you really putting yourself between the rock and the hard place how i mean because it's you know, when saying rock and hard place, arizona cardinals or kyle murray's camp. arizona cardinals murray he got his bread he cool how i mean because <laughs> there's a stipulation on his bread he has to do this bro they, well, supposedly they've taken it out since then. 
Yeah, I mean, they said, yes, they're taking it out. But, you know, that was what they said. You know, and, and honestly, um, to, you know, let's, you know, let's get to the question. So Bumpy, he says, why give him that money if you know he's not doing his job? I mean, because you, you got to save face, like my grandma used to say. You know what I'm saying? It's like you do things sometimes to save face. Like, you know, a fat woman puts on a girdle. You know, she wants to save face. No one to talk about it. I mean, that's how I go. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn. <laughs> save face from the organization. I mean, because you got to look at it. Like, his Kyler Murray's class, draft class, they had some good quarterbacks. All these quarterbacks are getting money. So how is it that you're going to say, hey, this guy's our leader and he's not getting his money? That's true. So, you know, I definitely think that, you know, that was just a ploy on the Arizona Cardinals to show that, hey, you know what? Y'all can come and play for us because, you know, they just lost Connor. They just lost um, Fitzgerald. They lost a lot of good players. So, you know, they're definitely trying to land some decent players coming back. I would but, agree. I would agree. But, you know, we talked about this last year when we were talking about Kyler Murray. Something was going on, and we talked about the point that his his stats – in the second half, every year, they've declined. That yeah. lets me know that defense got film on for the year. He not studying, you know, the nuances, and he not exposing what they're trying to show him. And, you know, like, honestly, you know, and shout out to the media for driving this because, you know what I'm saying, like, like I tell my son, it's like, you know what, hey, I'll whip your ass because I love you. You know what I'm saying? Out of protection. You know, the police are doing it out of correction. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to control you. So how about, let's say the Arizona Cardinals may have be coming from a good place. Maybe they know that he needs this extra push. So the media made this is a really bad thing. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what the media is. The media against the team. When it came out, I'm like, okay, we heard Kyle Murray talk. He doesn't really study film like that. And he's more of a competitor. He wants to go on the field and play. And hey, I'm going to shout the young man out because he's in his first few years in the league. And, hey, man, you want to kind of, you know, don't you in the business? You want to, you know, long with the wave, you know, kind of what you've been doing to get there. But at some point, you have to do your job, as Bumpy says, you know. So you have to study film, you know, carry, get the nuances, like Coach said, and be able to put that in your game. But then the media drags it out as, you know, and then Royal Moon gets on the airwaves and says, oh, this is like a slap in the face to African-Americans and all that. No, it's more of the what you're seeing with the owners trying to get control back to their game. You know what I'm saying? Because these players are getting money everywhere. And, hey, if you got to study four hours, four hours minimum? What? I'm, like you said, I'm taking that road with it. Four hours a week? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and hours you know, and that goes back. To a statement that I made, you know, shout out to you, Will. You know, I asked y'all, I said, you know what? These athletes get paid too much money. And, like, what makes an athlete be, you know, able to get that much money? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it the talent? Or, you know, because me, I would pay for leadership. And that's what I'm saying. And to this, this is indicative of my point. Kyler Murray has great talent, but he's lacking the leadership. And that's what the Arizona Cardinals need. You know what I'm saying? Because, and it's funny because Kyler Murray, he got on, on the media and said, hey, you know what? It's it's an insult for the audience to think that, hey, you know, and the fans to think that he can actually get this far in his career off of mere talent. So what do you think about that? Like, do you think he got that far off of talent? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. He's been doing it. He's probably been doing it since Pee Wee Ball. At this point. Career talent. Yep. At this point. Absolutely. Doing it just off talent. And a lot of athletes that get to this point in their careers, you know, right now do that. But then the professional way and the way professionals play it makes you change and do different things as your career goes on. 
either as positive or in or negative. We're going to talk about Kyle Murray in a positive light. We hope that he improves on study film. We hope that he goes on the field second half of the season this year and balls out because that's mainly what the clause in your contract is too. You have to study the second half of film not only in games, but in seasons as well. So, like I said, me personally, when Arizona put this out, I laughed at it because I'm like, yeah, you should. You put a clause in the contract with somebody that you're signing, they should be able to follow some type of rules. not like they said, hey, come in the house at 6 o'clock. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it, you know, someone, it says that, you know, uh, well, he said, wait, hold on. Let's get his comment back up here. He said it exposed Kyler. It exposed Kyler because it shows his team doesn't feel he was studying. They don't know. The film shows that he wasn't studying because we brought it up like teams are adjusting. You know what I'm saying? And if he's not able to read the coverage from, you know what I'm saying? He's an NFL player. And shout out to uh, Bumpy. He said, yep, it's a different level. You know, and, and that's the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Every level gets more difficult, though. Exactly to that point. You know, so now he's to that point and all the fans see like, hey, how is it that we can't get to the playoffs? How How is it that every second half they lose? Now, they had to mow one of the most explosive wide receiver uh, corps in the, NF- in the NFL. And they got sh- and they get shut down in the second half. So I don't think it was the actual team. It's not indicative of the team. It's exposing himself because he's, you know, once again, Kyler Murray. He's a baseball player. He, he plays, you know, he's a baseball fan. And he also has this whole um, gaming piece. So, I mean, it, he has a lot of distractions. And that was my point. It's like, you know, hey, these teams get behind these players paying all this money. For what? What do, what do we expect of them? I think it was a good thing. Well, I mean, um, you know me. I'm a numbers guy. Let me show y'all something real fast. So, I'm looking at Kyle's stats. Over for his career, which is um, he's going into year four right now. But for the first three years, uh, we're gonna look at his numbers from December because we probably all agree that December is nut cutting time, that's when you're yes. going to make it push towards the playoffs. Well, something the Cowboys know nothing about. We, we, we all know all that. Oh, we, sorry, we ain't in Charlotte anyhow. <laughs> back to reality for his career, he's played 13 games in December. His average per uh, his average yards is six point eight yards, which isn't that bad, two hundred thirty eight. But this is what sticks out to me: seventeen touchdowns, thirteen interceptions, fourteen fumbles, <laughs> with a rating of eighty three point nine in December. That's not playoff football, right? Does he trust that- his team? Does he trust his teammates? And I looked at it too as a sample because he's a fabulous player. And it's not like they go out there and lose games by 15, 20 in December. So ultimately, it's kind of, you kind of, but Arizona has a better team. It's like kind of Lamar Jackson-ish where now he's pitting everything on him. And those are why the numbers are like that. When he's clearly, a, a in people's sense, probably a better quarterback than Lamar. He should be able to find the targets and be able to get down the field and things like that. But for some reason, it is pressure. Pressure is the reason why Kyler Murray does not get over the hump in December, January. Pressure make the pipe first. I I mean, (laughs) hey, you know what they say? Baseball is like – is the is the thinking man sport? I mean, baseball is a thinking man sport, so I don't think that you know he lacks the intellect for it. You know, and shout out to Patrick's um, statement. He says they get paid all that money. Because, oh, hold on, they get paid all that money because of the actual lack of talented players. 
that makes sense. It's that makes sense. Too many few, you know, it's it's that's why if you get you a, a quote unquote franchise quarterback, you got to try to hold on to him. And and that's why I feel that the Arizona made the play that they did. You know, yeah. because you know, if you look at it, he, you know, he's the only guy coming back. They don't have any more. You know, they don't have much talent. James Conner, he's gone. So you know that makes sense. I like that, and that goes to the point. One, you know, to the point that Lamar Jackson should be getting paid a lot of money because he's the most talented player on that team. Yeah. So he's playing hero ball down the stretch. I I think we I saw that as a Monday night game last year, where um, who they lost bad to somebody like to Chicago, somebody that they should have beat, and he looked bad. Um, playing real, he played. Down the stretch against Dallas in the game where they stretched the game against Dallas. I didn't think Dallas should be back in that game. He kind of played Harold Ball and got Dallas back in the game. You should say nothing about no, Kyler no, Murray no. Dallas. Because yeah. I mean, Kyler yeah. Murray yeah. says he owned Dallas Cowboys Stadium. And he almost gave it away. Hey, I'm just, okay. just, you, just saying that. You should not put Dallas hey, in nothing, hey, hey, Patrick, it does sound like Romo. In case you didn't know, I am not a Romo fan. He is. Danny White 2.0. We're going <laughs> to keep it moving. <laughs> but, you know, I want to say what, you know, so guess what? Recently, and this is indicative of Kyler Murray, and, you know, hence, I believe the actual team, you know, the Arizona uh, Arizona Cardinals team made that clause in his contract. Do y'all um, know Kyler Murray's tested positive for COVID-19? I saw that. He's, he's not practicing for the next five days. Agreed. Right. And that shows his lack of dedication. He needs to be pushed. I mean, because right now you, you, you're the most important piece of this team. You, you know, you got new receivers, new, you know, back and you need to get some continuity with these players. But what you do, you go out and get COVID-19. So, you know, he's definitely not setting the tone of that leader. And that's, you know, and like I said, and that's what I should, I think that organizations should actually give people money like the Ray Lewis, like Ray Lewis had talent and he had great leadership abilities, but that that's enough of my soapbox on Kyler Murphy. What do y'all think yeah. about AJ? We got a question. What do y'all think about AJ Green? You think, think he about what? Him? Ten years ago? <laughs> yeah, Ten years he, ago. He's a rap. <laughs> there was a there was a time in mind where people would say AJ Green is decline, decline, and I would vouch for AJ Green. But then you know AJ Green couldn't hold his side of the deal with me because he kept getting hurt. And AJ Green is just an average guy now. But hey, AJ can have his few string of games, few string of receptions. But it's just nothing now. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's one of the guys. He's a shell of his former self. Uh, Patrick said, could you also blame the coach slash offense coordinator? Bad play calling. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. His head coach should be on the hot seat this year with that gimmicky ass offense. <laughs> Everybody don't call him. Yes. Wait, coach, yes. what? You think he's on the hot seat? I think so. Wow. I don't think so. Yeah, Will said uh, AJ Green's washed up. Agreed. Like the last time AJ Green was hot was when he did that, caught the ball, did a backwards flip in the end zone. That was the last time AJ Green was relevant. Yeah, right. it's been a minute. I finally had a hairline. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> but I mean, so, you know, like with this whole situation about Kyler Murray, you know, and everyone wants to post, and you know, it's funny, like nowadays, everyone wants to. Everybody wants to post their comments about how people get their money. You know, like everyone's focused on, oh, you know, 
Kyler Murray got this one caveat, and they even start playing a race card. I was like, really? Like, how? What in the heck, Kyler Murray? In what aspect? That, you know what? Well, no, say what you about to say, too. One moon, um, one quote, he had mentioned that it was a slap in the face to African-Americans with the clause of the contracts and brings us back into basically saying that um, the black quarterbacks, when they were growing up, you know what I'm saying, wasn't able to be smart enough to play the QB position, wasn't able to study the position, you know what I'm saying, wasn't smart enough to play the position, and it just overburned. And that's what initially got the Cardinals to flip the contract and say, we're not going to put this clause in it. Right. Is that fair to the Cardinals? No, it's, it's not fair. fair. It's not fair at all. But, of course, somebody from the old times is going to think that way. It's not happening to any other quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Right. But at the same time, it's like – Grabby Grabby ain't got that calls in his he country. He that last year. He threw the ammo out last year, Kyler Murray, and basically stated that he doesn't watch film like that. Arizona remembered it, said we're going to sign you to a contract, but, hey, um, we need you to watch more film, man. It's four hours a week. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a that's a that's an hour show every day. You know, and and, and Kyla, you know, that happened and Kyla felt it was it was it was not good and then the media felt like it wasn't good, so then they stood by the player. You know, it's a player's game nowadays. That's what happened. And yeah, you know, and it's crazy, like four hours. So, you know, let's get uh well, he says, You think Kyler don't study now? Imagine changing his offensive scheme. He's been running this scheme since college with the same coach. Exactly. So leads me to the next question that Patrick says, easier to get rid of Kingsbury, Kingsbury than Kyler. So oh, man. well, you might have changed my mind. I think Cliff probably gonna get fired. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Coach, I think I'm gonna have to agree with that. I think Cliff, because at the end of the day, if they sign him to this money, he takes this money, the clause is out, but who cares about the right. clause anymore? He takes the money, it's and they fire money. His, if they fire Cliff. What can he? I mean, he could demand a trade, but what? How's that really gonna go? Figuring he designed his deal. So let me ask you this: I'm gonna throw a couple of names out there for you. Let me know if, if you think we heard anything about them not studying. Cam Newton. Yes. Russell Wilson. No. Geno Smith. No. <laughs> I can't take that guy seriously. No. no. Mike Vick. No. So there's just some random names out there. To me, it goes back. Right, to the, black. Well, that, that was for a purpose. So <laughs> I don't, I don't see the part of you know. I have to disagree with Warren Moon saying that this is a slap to the face. This is actually a detriment to the worth ethic of Kyler Murray. He owns that narrative. If it, if it hadn't have been the issue, it never would have came out. And it would have been non-existent. Absolutely, Jamarcus Russell would be the reason why blacks. Would now get that in their claws. It'll be Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> that even though Jamarcus was terrible, he had mental stuff going on. You can't help that, but from a physical standpoint, he had the tools. But it was known that he didn't study that position. You cannot just go out there and just wink. You have to be able to check down. You have to go to the line of scrimmage. But then again, I got a question for you because of the offensive scheme that Kyler has ran which, you know, we were privy to see it here in high school and in college. A lot of times he goes up to the line, he looks over to the side, gets the call from the coach, then calls the play. Maybe he don't know how to read defenses. And you know what goes on? Because now that goes back to the whole statement about black black quarterbacks. 
Because most black quarterbacks are run first quarterbacks, and that's what he does. Oh, he runs very well. He <laughs> runs very well. Yeah, y'all give him that. But yeah, you know, he it, not and, that's, and that's the stigma on black quarterbacks. You know, and I think you know until and you know, and that's just like yeah, that's even the stigma on black. You know, some you know just black people in the black cultures. Like, hey, once we get something, we're not prepared for it. That's when we're supposed to go harder. Facts. But, you know, instead we play the race card and we go get out and do a march. So, I mean, you know, um, I feel some bulls negative. They are victimized. And that's the role that we play. And that's why we never come up, man. Right there. We always playing a victim. See, look, you about to get me myself. Thank you to watch tonight. Hope you guys. After the show, I'll give you the link, man. Oh, my God. You would oh, don't send me no link. Oh, my gosh. If you can't oh, get no. a book. No, this is something show up. Link. No, it goes deeper. It goes into... The Deshaun Watson that happened earlier, the Deshaun the, the Watson saga earlier comes all the yeah, Yes, I'm gonna give y'all the link after the show. And everybody else too, I'll send you the guys the link too. Anybody yeah. else want, want the link? Well, hell, like we talk about that. You know, but in the meantime, it's not a TikTok link. Is it a TikTok link? No, it's not a TikTok link. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> I you got some credibility. But Kyla, get your ass in there and study, man. Show these folks that you deserve to be in that position. You deserve the money that you got. And you there to, to uplift your franchise and bring a dub out there, man. So hang your business. But Warren Moon, I love you. You're one of my favorites of all time. But on Mondays, we got something for you, man. It's called some bull. I'm telling you, that really gets me going, man. I really do enjoy that. You have too much fun with that, man. Yeah, I, do. <laughs> I, do. I don't know if it's the dancing poop emoji that goes, or is it the song? You know what I mean? All the above. We're going to take our first break for tonight. We'll be back in about 15, 20. Got hold on to your books. Hey, what's going on, man? It's cornerback Delvin Bro here from your favorite team, New Orleans Saints. I just want to grade on and give a shout out to STWF Media for allowing me to come on and talk about my testimony, my story, and also talk fantasy football. I just want to say thank you, man, for the honor. I appreciate you, man. Y'all make sure y'all tune in tonight at 7.30 Central Time. Bro Show out. Back up in this bad boy. Yeah, shout out to D, bro, man. He's out there in Canada, it doing some things. But y'all got to check the group out. I shared a post um that he made out there in the stadium, and I don't know. Uh, he must have lost his New Orleans move because I don't know what move that was, but it was totally off beat. So, uh, D, bro, we want you to get your uh dance beat back, your New Orleans swagger back, man. You've been out there in the uh. In, Canada we're gonna ask Sean. Remember that's in his group. We're gonna ask Sean what what kind of dances Mel made in Canada. We know. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely y'all gonna check out D bro because and we, we need answers. We need to know what was the name of that dance he was doing. Poutine dance. <laughs> all right, but so um all right, so we got here. So Will um during the last during the break. So we got Will, he says, I'm with Leroy. We gotta get out of this victim role as a people. It's killing us. Facts, facts, bro, facts. So we got here, Bump. He says Kyler should have played baseball. I think he should have too. I look agree. at the, the numbers, but you gotta look at it too. You gotta look at this right now. 
He's right now with Fabio Dale. We can say if he wants to cut loose on it, we'll say he can cut loose in three. Give it to him. Say he give him three. We see these contracts in baseball right now. We see a few people rejecting deals for over $300, $400 million. We got a guy in Aaron Judge that's in New York right now hitting home runs. They're not testing him like they, you know, was testing others, you know. And he's looking for a big deal. You just seen the Atlantic, Atlanta Brave today to sign for $212 million. So Tyler definitely is looking at baseball. He's a fan of it. So, of course, he's looking at that number like, maybe I can get that. I can be the first guy in history. I can be Bo Jackson. I can make more than Bo Jackson. Deion Sanders did that, too. Oh, Deion Sanders, in terms of the money. In terms of the money. He could be the first athlete. It's all about the money. His say, in college's say, he might be trying to catch 100 million bucket bags from the NFL in the MLB. We don't know. Hey, appreciate you for tapping in there, Chris, man. Uh, Have a good one, man. Appreciate you. So, Bumpy, he said, Bumpy, my fault. So, uh... Patrick, he says baseball is 100% guaranteed money. Get that 10 year deal. Yep. And get every and get every dime. Those 10 year deals are deadly though in baseball, man. That's straight money. Oh, wait, Shot that is Broadway. That's over. That's an 80 um season game. I mean, 80 game season. That's not easy. That's not an easy bag. That's not. A, that's what I'm saying. That's not an easy bag. And you've seen these ten-year contract for players some point come to a stop at some point, or the decline in players. Like, Wait, hold up, hold up. Stop the record. <laughs> Darrell have arrived. I mean, he oh, <laughs> kicked in the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred sixty-two games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Hundred sixty-two games. But uh, thanks. I'll correct it by the chat. Appreciate y'all. Um, yeah, Patrick. 162 games and bump 162 games. So that is true. So, so Will says, ask the Mets. They're still paying for. <laughs> <laughs> for real. That will always be Bobby Yes. Last month to the beginning of July was Bobby Bedelia, um Day, you know what I'm saying? As we know, the Mets, you know, signed a game of contract, you know, they went out of the contract, but did they not know that they had to still pay this man up until what? I think it's what, 2027? Yeah. 28? That's the, uh, uh, Daryl says Bobby finessed the man. Like, he, sh- you know what? He should be on the bottle of finesse. <laughs> like, for real, they should change yeah. that to him. But Bumpy says it's July 1st. Yeah, July first, last month. Yeah, I said July. I said last month. Mm-hmm. If I didn't, Bobby Bonilla did that. Facts, facts. You know what? And shout out to Facebook, to, um, Facebook group, Sports Talk with Friends. We change the uh, uh, cover every year for for them. And you know what? Why don't we give a shout out? Definitely give a shout out to uh, Sports Talk and Smack and the Watson or Watson. What? How you say that? Juan Orson Sports Chatter. What's the Orson and Watch Show? Until one of our fellow members in Quick Bagley, you know, had the UFC up live, and then we had to change our group name around and all that stuff. It's okay, man. You know, I like telling the story. It's funny. You know what I'm saying? So you know, we here now. It actually brings it brings us a better following with what happened. Honestly, it keeps the fake out. That's true. Hey, I know something about the fake being in a group. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, so what we got up for the next segment, man? Like, you know, I'm all ready, 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 kid, ready, ready, ready. Our next uh, segment, we're going to call this, I'm asking more of a question 
but is it doomed before it starts? This is in reference to the Oklahoma Boomer Sooners new head coach, Brent Venables. He was recently the uh, assistant head coach, defense coordinator, and linebacker coach for Clemson. So he's got a little bit of pedigree. But he came out with a statement that says he doesn't want recruits to commit to his university to play until they're ready to get married. Kind of. I can well, see where he's coming from, but I just was playing. I was by um, I was by a friend's house, and he's from Oklahoma, and I'm playing dominoes with this guy. And the guy had actual flashcards for dominoes. I was like, bro, where are you from? Like, the dominoes weren't the regular size. Like, they were about this big. I was like, bro, these are flashcards. Like, you can't tell me you didn't get these pack of dominoes from the <laughs> But it's not condoms in the restroom. I swear, no exaggeration, bro. I swear it was no. I had to tell him stop that. <laughs> but, <laughs> he's from Oklahoma, so I mean, I was like, and I was like, bro, like y'all don't. First, I said y'all don't play dominoes. Y'all just canoodle. Y'all just pull catfish out of holes out there. But yeah, needless to say, you know, anything Oklahoma besides basketball, you know, is an epic fail. You know, I seen that we seen the wagon get ran over by itself. So uh, <laughs> people fall off the wagon. So I don't know, but uh, we still got people chiming in. So appreciate it. Yeah, Anthony, we missed you, man. Like, you know, where have you been? You know, as we we got um, commitment issues, man. You can't be, you can't just be flip flopping. So we got Anthony's tapped in. So you want um, a high school student to get married before committed to his college. So he's talking about the guy. Um, he's, he's comment, you know, replying to your comment, Coach Lee. So what do you think about that? Um, no. This <laughs> <laughs> is college, man. It's college. <laughs> a lot of dudes go through all four or five years and they still don't grow up. Now, don't get me wrong. I had some um, friends and teammates hey. in college that were married. Oh, they, you know, they were a little bit more responsible than us. We was wilding. I'm but, never but at the same time, though, man, you gonna you might turn away a lot of talent. Now, them dudes like, hey, married. Oh, I'm oh, just oh, trying oh. to play ball. Go hey, to the league. I remember a conversation, a topic about the NIL. So uh, you know where I'm driving at. I'm just leveraging. Because like I said, I understand what this guy's talking about. He wants committed players. He doesn't want kid cats that trying to get this NIL deal. Committed players. He wants commitment. You know, but I got Thank you, Bumpy. That's what I'm saying, right? He's like, I don't think that's what, what he meant. That's not exactly. what he meant. He, he wanted committed players. He doesn't want people that uh, for an NIL deal. No, he doesn't want people that want to go switch schools after two years with all this that's NIL deal, the bro. Move, no, the movement was in before the NIL money started no, coming no, in. That was because of playing time. That was because of playing time. One question for this question. Now, now it's about a bag. He's going to be committed in the player. What? Is he Bro, gonna be committed in the player? Your child ain't committed in you. Your your, your church ain't committed oh, in you. Like, your parents ain't that right. committed in you. Come on, right. we see what happened last year. Didn't the same Oklahoma team last year have problems with their QB and then sat one QB and then the other QB started playing? No, like I told you, if you think someone like an organization is committed to you, no. Especially if you're going to a winning organization. Guess what? They're committed to winning. A business That's why is I like the trash making world. money. And coach could that coach can decide all of a sudden, you know what? I want to go try my luck in NFL. This kid that you recruited sat in his living room, told that kid's parents that you're gonna make him the best player, student that he can be, 
but then you dip on them. That's why that's why I believe these players be able to move around. I love the transfer for now. I'm a fan of that. I just don't like this NIL deal. And you know what? And this is the this is the system shifting. That's what I'm saying. Like, because the coach he's speaking from the system perspective, from the organization's perspective. That's what they're doing. So what Daryl, what, what Daryl got? Players he transfer schools to better their careers. Great example, Cam Newton. Yeah. Yeah, and shout out to Devontae Kincaid, who was an old Miss star. He was like he was expected to do great things in the SEC. He got hurt and he came to Grambling. Y'all, you know, y'all see that? Y'all see the correlation? And y'all can actually check out his past interview on our channel. Thank you. <laughs> but, hey, he sees that Oklahoma, he sees that Oklahoma too is about to move conferences, you know. Maybe that's the reason why he wants to have strong committed play, because he knows in the SEC. They're going to get strong committed players over at those schools. Those are big-name players, man. Those guys are not committed like that. You know, they're committed to playing time and, you know what I'm saying, and big money. Shout-out to Bumpy. He says, like, and this is my stance. He said, I like the NIL deal, but there should be should have better parameters in place. That's my like whole what? thing. Like That's what? Thing. And see, like, pretty much, hey, four hours of weekly uh film study. They're doing that. They do that already. But that, they're but doing that already. The coaches are in the room sitting all in the college campus class and saying, hey, we're going to study this. We Wait, started this right now. What, you just, what did you just say? What's the first thing you said? Coaches have. Coaches have. They're oh, okay. Saying, so that's not Bobby. Oh, that's Kwan that. uh, Bagley. No, you say that's the system, the coaches. Yeah, so so we're awarding the players for the commitment of the coaches in the staff. It's college, man. You know what I'm saying? College is like people love college is the last real thing before really adulthood. Even though you're in college, you feel like you're an adult, you're still a kid. College is kind of where if you're there every day and you're paying attention, or even just going to class, you can get the attention of the teachers and all that stuff. That's how I feel. Now the NFL is different. Kyle Murray can go do whatever he wants. He's not around his coach twenty four seven. He doesn't have to report the coach's office every twenty minutes. Ain't right, and that's that. the whole point. If he and he had bad work ethics in college, so what do you think is going? You know, what do you think is just going to transfer into professionals? Bad work ethic. No, it's different. What? No, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm no. I, now bad work yeah. ethic in the NFL would get your ass cut. <laughs> And, and, you Murray. and so that and that's my point. So what do you think, you know, with Kyler Murray? That's what, what they're going to say. Unless you are a star. <laughs> Thank you. And, and they're shifting blank because now they're covering themselves. Now they're going to have something. But, you know, we're going off uh, segment. So what we got here. So the uh, Facebook user says Chicago QB started at Georgia before he ended up at Ohio State. Joe Burrow started at Ohio State before he transferred to LSU. Transfer exactly. Protocol, baby. Exactly. Yeah, I think that was the best thing maybe. they put in place. Here's my question. So, Venables, he's – I consider him as an outsider. I've had the unique perspective of being by in between Oklahoma and UT. It's a convoluted thing. I like <laughs> both teams. Grew up a UT fan. Well, became a UT fan. Hold on. Became a UT fan, but I got a little bit of allegiance to OU my cousin was a Heisman Trophy winner, oh. so I gotta have that aspect leaning over to that side. But Wait, no, I'm more concerned who the cousin is now. You trying to tell me about the uh, who's the cousin? Billy Sims. Oh, nice. All right, Straight out of Hooks, Texas. Is it the crowd likes that man. You know, is it a trophy? Nah, he ain't got it no more, man. <laughs> <laughs> he had to sell the trophy, but. 
OU always did well and an extent better than UT did because they they committed to those players, but they bought a certain type of player in there. I don't think he needed to say that, which lets me know he I don't think he's fully understand where he's at yet. OU players, they generally go there and they stay. And they usually get like three and four stars or whatever and coach those kids up. Those are the type of characteristics they want in those kids. Whereas all the blue chips go to UT, they go down there, they're at the club, they have doing it, and they don't produce like what you did. But so I think finish. But I think he just needs to sit back, understand where he's at, and don't turn kids away before they have a chance to come there to him. So now watch this. So why do you think he was talking to those kids? He's a coach. He knows, the, you know, he knows the data. So maybe he's talking to the other kids. Well, you got to think the situation he just came in. Um, where uh, Lincoln Riley took mm-hmm. some of his players with him, but then again, those are players. They for that I think one of them was from the Baltimore area. They weren't local kids. Local mm-hmm. kids I consider are kids from Texas, Louisiana, OU, Kansas areas like that. I mean, all Oklahoma and Kansas. Those are the kids that they normally try to recruit. All right. So now, now mind you, so where does uh venerable, <clears throat> whatever his guy name, Brent, where, do, where does he come from? Which college? Clemson. Exactly. So you don't think he's going to bring that same recruiting. He has recruits coming from there similarly to what um, Deion Sanders did. But that's a double-edged sword though. If that's the type of recruit you want, you can't complain about if they just up and transfer. That's the type of recruit, type of, you know, a, a player you're bringing in there. And that, but see, and that's what he brings to the table with that Clemson background. He's used to those type of players, <laughs> so now he's trying to integrate that. So, right. so what, what we got? Will said he had talking to my uh, Billy. He had to sell in trouble because he ain't had no nil deal. and that's funny. Thanks. Like that was a good one. Like you know what? I even got to come back for that one. <laughs> Uh, he also says, I think he, he said what he said to try to gain the players' trust. I can see that, that, that narrative. Because coaches been leaving real quick these days, and they have. It's true. That's why I'm for the kids getting their bread. Well, I'm so for the kids. Y'all, people got to show the commitment. You got to show the yes. commitment for plays. Yes. Um, what was the coach? Was it, uh, even though it happened, it happened in the NFL, but it just showed what type of character? Bob Petrino, left in the middle Daniel. of the night. Ross McDaniel situation where you say, oh, I'm going to be the coach of this team is the next day saying, oh, I'm out. I'm going to wait for the next situation. Oh, I'm out of there too. And now he in Las Vegas. Oh, if he leaves Las Vegas, <laughs> they might they might get him before he's out of Las Vegas. So you better be careful, Josh McDaniel. You better ride or die with the Vegas, man, because you ain't Chucky. <laughs> now, I give, I give him three years tops out there, man. Oh, wow. He already shown he he'll bounce on you. And he gonna run back to New England. <laughs> uh, Kawan said he he should have gone to gone to BYU or any other school in Utah if he wants that. Mm. Oh, Utah! Oh, way up in Utah. Oh man. oh man, all the way up in Salt Lake. Oh man, there ain't nothing in Salt Lake, man. But mountains and uh, resorts <laughs> and the Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> Oh man, 
Y'all guys, y'all guys got jokes tonight, huh? I'm, I'm like, hey, oh, jokes, jokes and jokes. I see that. <laughs> Wait, and sister wives. Okay, I recently <laughs> found out what that was, but uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had to think about that for a minute. Yeah, shout out to He says sister wives out there. Oh, and sis just tell that, hey, sis. <laughs> Wait, look. Sis, like, hold up. Ain't no sister wives having it here, Flair. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got uh, transfer portal, not, not all good to players. Some get left out. That's true. 2021 uh, 22 transfer portal states one out of 12 players who transferred this year went up. In the portal, the red transfer lateral or down. 46% of the NCAA players who entered the portal this year would not play NCAA basketball in the upcoming season. Mm. So sometimes they so that means that they transfer and they still right. you, know you know what don't matter? That don't matter because the NCAA is still gonna have the final four, the NCAA tournament, and if those guys can't play the next year, then they'll be on the portal next they'll be playing the next year. <laughs> it don't matter. But we see we got to um Patrick, you know what? I'm gonna um give you a, a week's a free trial of Netflix, man. So you because Patrick he asks Will, he says multiple wives. He asked him a question. Yes. <laughs> He's like, so what is so what is sister wise exactly? You know what? We need to get you uh, a free subscription to Netflix so you can get with the times. <laughs> see what they're doing up there in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> see, Patrick says. As Rub Banner Heaven give you a sight to LDS. Insight to LDS. I should have known that. <laughs> so do you think the new head coach is gonna be able to cut it in the SEC upcoming SEC move? Nope. I think it within two years, right? I think it's the SEC. Nope. Move? Nope. He ain't gonna bury you. They're gonna have a new coach by the time they get this. Look where he come from. He, he so, has the history. So, so, he's talking, so, so he's talking out his ass, huh? Is he dabble swing? Is he dabble swing? No. Then I don't care for him. All right. So he's talking out his ass. And on Mondays, <laughs> if you talk out your ass. It's funny, but hey, shout out to the fake P. Diddy. You can't catch this show in that type of action on Netflix. Only on Sports Talk with Friends Network. <laughs> so I guess we gotta take a quick break. We gotta pay some bills, man. It's a light bill. It's the first of the month, man. We got we got bills to pay. Gotta take a quick break. Y'all stay back. Say, coming, and uh, we'll keep it keep coming with the heat. Yes, sir. What's up, world? Kyrie Robinson, man. New Orleans Saints veteran. Hey, man, make sure you guys go check out my guy, man, STWF, the media, man. Check them guys out. Y'all want to get sports talk, sports talks with players, with fans, anything like that, man, go check them guys out, man. That's the place to be if you want to talk sports. Who that nation? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That last segment. So y'all better get in this chat, get y'all questions, and you know, because I know y'all ain't just sit back this whole time watching us, you know. So chat it up for us because it's our last segment. If y'all got any questions, thing y'all want to say, you know, y'all make sure y'all get it in now. But uh Anthony, yeah. he says, um, 
during the break, he says transfer portal is oh transfer por- ah, transfer portal is an easy way for players to start without putting in the work to earn it. Oh, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. Depends on where you go, though. You know what I'm saying? Depends on where you go. Some people transfer. Like I said, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if people transfer. Because at the end of the day, you still have to live with the situation. Even if you have to wait for the person the next year. Even the person comes the next year and he doesn't pan out. That's on him. The transfer is on the student. You know what I'm saying? So the trans, student transfers, and they, like for instance, we talked about the Ohio State thing um, months back with the guy that ended up quitting on the team and transferred and mm. this and that. And what I'm at the end of the day is kind of like transfer transfer portal, you know, can, can hurt anybody at any given time. You know what I'm saying? It's a roll of the dice. You know, people transfer for reasons. You know what I'm saying? They might have a network that they want to go to. You know what I'm saying? We, it, it, it's, it's just not the easy way in that aspect because a lot of people still got to fight and grind just to, you know, be comfortable after a transfer and all that. You know, it's not all sweet. So we got Daryl. He says, um, I kind of agree, kind of don't. So what do you think about that, Coach Lee? Do you agree or do you don't, uh, or do you disagree? Uh, it depends on the situation. Um, you know, I think a lot of times the coaches tell the kids what they want to hear to, to, to get them with them, to sign with the program. Um, and we know it's a dirty business, man. And a lot of times the kids get over there and it's not what it's uh, cracked up to be. I think we talked about this probably about a month ago. The young man that transferred out to USC um, with Lincoln Riley, he was upset because he didn't get the NIL deals he thought he was going to get. That part. All money ain't good money. (laughs) Yes, Mr. Darrell, I I kind of agree and I kind of don't. Same as you said. So we got Will. He says it depends on how good you are. And with that, you know, I agree with Will. You know, I've been agreeing with you quite frequently. Like, we've been – it's kind of scary. But, I mean, because, you know, I always go with Devontae Kincaid because, you know, he's a guy – and Joe Burrow. You know, those are two guys that I know, you know what I'm saying, that had success with this. And the only one that actually – career that I tracked into this whole – you know, NILD, oh, my God, to this transfer portal. So, I mean, it's all, like you said, uh, too, it's all on a student. You know, you have to have a grapher opportunity. And, you know what I'm saying, if you at a situation and you know – you know, and to me, that's when you're betting on yourself, you know, so you go, you know, you're in this, you know, in this, um, you have this opportunity, whatever comes, you might not start play or will get injured, what happens. But if you find a school that's going to, you know, change their scheme or fit your, um, fit your skill set, why not? I think it's, I think it's a, it's a successful opportunity, this whole transfer portal. And I think like, just like with anything, you know, if you don't use it properly or, you know, ignorance of how to use it, it's going to fail every time. So I think, you know, just people just using that transfer pro- portal inappropriately. I don't know. Daryl said Cam had to transfer in order to shine. I got promised the world at UNC and got duped. You're going to tell us a little bit more about that one day. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Well, Williams up there duping folks. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kawan said coaches will lie to get you and then switch up so it's a double-edged sword. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, you know, that's the, you know, but still you get the opportunity. So, I mean, you know, like that's anything, you know, if you get a job and you start underperforming, they're going to switch it up on you too. So I don't know where all this false sense of security is coming and all these higher expectations are coming from these universities. And this part I agree with, if you are number one, but you're behind another number one, sometimes you got to transfer. That's uh, that exactly. 
it, you know, because, you know, it's, and I fell short in baseball. You know, I was really good in baseball. And I did not want to sit behind a senior because I, I was too pig-headed and bull. I'm like, you know what, screw it. And I should have stayed there. But in those situations, that, you know, what? That's, that, that is acting because you don't know. You can be like, I don't want to be next to this number one guy. But y'all can benefit of each other, but you don't. You're not thinking that. It's all process. Right. It's all process thing. Like some people transfer because it's like at the end of the day, my shine. Then you go to another. It's, it's not like and then that team shining with somebody else playing the role of the role you should have played, and then they go hoop and ball. It, it's just, it's a bit so, man. It's wow. what you want to do. This is why you're given the choice, and maybe you're given the opportunity, but that's all on you. That is true. So let's get Quan Bagley's uh, statement up here. He says, uh, "My boy." Yeah, I, I'm gonna just say Spicer because I'm, you know, Avery Rose Spicer. Yeah, got promised the world at USC, and Pete uh, Pete ruined his career. That sneaky Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it, sneaky Pete. Wow, you know the boys out there cheating out there at uh, USC. Hey, you know I'm a um, Reggie Bush fan, and I see no um, see no problems. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to throw y'all a curveball for this last segment tonight because I felt like we couldn't be on the OTSBS show and not talk about this story Uh-oh. that hit this morning. And y'all know where I'm headed. I think two had a nickname for him. <laughs> he, gonna hit, he called him. Deshaun Cosby. <laughs> oh, Cosby Watson, baby. <laughs> and yes, yes, we got to talk about Mr. Mr. Watson. <laughs> so it came out, I believe we talked about this last week, maybe before last. Yeah, he came out this morning. The uh, He was given a six-game suspension for uh, the NFL's um, conduct, conduct rule. And I kind of saw that because I think I equated to the same thing that Zeke got, you know, something that happened in college. It didn't really happen while he was in the league. It didn't happen while he was, quote, unquote, on the clock. And that was the parameter that they had. So it was consistent. He got the same six-game suspension as Zeke got. Wait, so make sure I'm following. So um, was Deshaun Watson still under contract for uh, the Houston Texans? <laughs> exactly. So what we got? Quan Bagley said, "Deshaun Cosby." <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> oh wait, the massage chair menace. Oh man! <laughs> you know what? That's the most accurate one. That dude was a menace. Let's just call it what it is, man. My man is freaky. At the end of the day, it's certain things he liked. It was a business arrangement, so he thought. One little crack in that down in that dam came out and the flood all, opened up all, and they just racial, jumped on it. All the racial guys in this world, man. This was a big one today. Deshaun, hold on. Deshaun got an L a, a W for himself. He got a W over a, a prestige organization in the NFL when the owners are particularly white. And then he and basically what Will summed it up, man, the consistency and the punishment of the NFL. That at some point is gonna have to get rerouted in the next NFL PA meeting or agreement stage because goddamn, what y'all did today was like I feel like, and it's not to be an ass, but when you when you give punishments out and 
you keep giving the same punishments out, and you know damn well it should be more games. At some point, you're going to have to have somebody eat the sword. At some point, somebody in the NFL is going to eat it. So my advice for anybody in the NFL right now, don't get in trouble. As hard as that sounds, somebody's going to get in trouble. Somebody's going to get through. Somebody's going to get 12 games, 14 games, because what Deshaun got was an early Christmas gift, along with that guaranteed money he just got. Shout out to Deshaun. Yeah, I mean, but there's still time. You know, the NFL has three, you know, three days to actually um, appeal it. So, I mean, and, you know, shout out to Judge Robinson. They're not appealing. They're not appealing. I'll tell you why they're not appealing. I mean, you got to. Well, let me say this. So, do, you know, are there female NFL referees now? Yes. Exactly. Are there NFL um, women coaches, staff? Yes. And the NFL is a business. So what signal is he saying? You know, what signal is the NFL showing with this six, you know, with the six game suspension? They're showing that they did NFL and they're women. To their women, not to their women. What statement is this showing? That these men can just come in, these, you know, like that the NFL supports this type of behavior? He is the key in this one. No, the key in this one is the key in this one is is that a lady decided on the ruling. Yeah, that is true. And I think that's where the NFL is going to slide off this and appeal it because I mean, not appeal it because if they, they do appeal it, then you bring all the backlash that comes along with not only bringing this back up in the Sean Watson's case, but you get everything else that's been with it before. And I don't think they want to deal with that, so they're going to try to say, "Hey, don't be the next one because you're the next one." It's going to be more than two games. But you got to look at the timing of everything. Like right now, you know, in the beginning, you know, when like if you just look at how strategically everything was placed, the media threw out, oh, eight day, you know, eight game. Well, first they said one year. Right. Then they said eight games. You know what I'm saying? Then everything started dwindling. So people's opinions started changing about this whole situation. And, you know, I'm going to circle back around to all the past penalties. You got to look at the time. You know, back then, you know, just like with, with Ray Rice, he had this thing, you know, with, with the women. How many other case sexual, you know, women assault cases they had at that point? The NFL was plagued with those, you know, with those um, cases. Just like, you know, when they had um, Josh Gordon with we, They were, um, what, going, you know, striking down on PEDs and all these other, you know, um, chemical performance enhancing drug performance enhancing drugs at that time so i mean it's different times so i get it and like right now with these millennials and it's about public perception because once again this the nfl is a business so um i think i seen a statement about they don't care about their women uh yes they do um they got a me too movement and women rule the world right now. I think Beyonce said it. Women rule the world, something like that. I but out, out now, man, on iTunes and all music platforms. That is and true. And you can also check us out on all uh, podcast platforms. Every day. Pick us first. And then Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? And that part. So Anthony says the NFL don't care about females. Now, if it's weed, yes. Yeah, but look, I mean, there's a lot of places now that have light weed laws. And I shit, we, we I was just about to say that. <laughs> Shout out to Canada because they got can free, you know, they got cannabis laws out there in the CFL. So I mean, right now the world is loosening up on this whole weed thing, man. Like, you know, shout out to uh YouTube. You was like, you know, 
Josh Gordon was the punishment of that of that moment. You know what I'm saying? So right now, you know, yes, I think, you know, hey, he might get a slap on the wrist. Um, but Alvin Kamara might not. You know what I'm saying? Deshaun Watson might get a pass on this. But someone's going to have to pay for all this public opinion. But I don't think, you know, I do think that um, the NFL might pick it up just because right now it's women. They're not, they're not going to pick it up. They're not going to pick it up. I don't think they're going to pick it up. If somebody else would have ruled in favor in this, boom. But what I come down to is what can they really do? If they would have gave Deshaun more games than the six, then it would have been an uproar. You know what I'm saying? And, and Deshaun's team would have appealed it, you know what I'm saying, because of the fact that you still haven't changed the rule. Until the NFL changes their rule that says suspensions are going to be more lengthy, lengthier than – then it's going to be six games all the time, and they can just slap a six-game suspension on the wrist of any player. Ben Roethlisberger, I see in the comment, Ben Roethlisberger got six games, and it was reduced to four. Well, actual rate. What time was this? Everyone, 2010. Everyone, it's like, you know, you know, it's funny. It's like having a conversation with a woke person and we talk about racism and they compare the times to, you know, the civil rights movement or, you know, during segregation. Those are different times, bro. TikTok was not out during them times. So it it just strikes me crazy when people, when they first thing they say, oh, well, Roethlisberger got away with rape. Yeah, and you know what? At one point, we thought Santa Claus was a black man. I mean, what is the point? <laughs> so I don't know about that. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, that's an arbitrary, to, you know, and to your point, you know, what you made about, hey, and I think, like, that was a, a play just to save face by having a woman judge. And that shows once again, that they care about what, you know what I'm saying? Women. As, right. as office politics. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, exactly. But that's the inconsistency. Cause you know, it's, um, we stated earlier that Goodell can add more to it. If he chooses to, <laughs> he got too much power, man. Goodell has too much power. Wait, Santa isn't black? Bags, that's funny, bro. Yeah, quite uh Bagley says optics. Agree. And I think like that's you know, that's where that's the time we're in right now. Because guess what? You know, a lot of people that was in the NFL on the you know on the NFL commissioning team doing that whole Ray Rice situation, they remember that. They remember that time and the NFL was frowned upon. And you know what followed that? The cap situation. So the NFL took years of rebuilding their, their brand. So, and then right after that, they lost Papa John's. So, yes, it's all about optics and face. All about optics and face. Definitely about optics and face. And this generation after this, they're going to get a bunch of backlash for the way they handled the suspension. But at the same time, they got to go into it. Similar with the NBA and how they want to give contracts and pick claws on it. They're going to have to go into the next agreement, bargaining agreement, whatever, and then decide what they want to do. This is what it is potentially is going to become in the NFL and for things to stick or for suspensions to be longer. And I, I, I argue with a few people from family members to, to friends on social media in a nice way today in regards to the Sean Watson situation. Everybody that has a crime on them in any league, they should be suspended. It should be quit. I'm a Kobe Bryant fan. Kobe Bryant got hit with the Denver Denver rape magic and all that. At that time, hey, you know what I'm saying? I thought Kobe should have had time suspended too. I'm not a black and white guy. People say, oh, well, Ben Roethlisberger got this and this and that. At the same time, dude, they all deserve to get the rap. They all deserve to be dealt with. And at the end of the day, 
Deshaun deserved 12 games, 14 games for what he did. The Houston Texans is still they're paying. Houston's paying his lawsuits. They're paying the hush money for the people. For him. Meanwhile, he's in Cleveland and he gets to keep that. But guess what? He got to keep $76.6 million in his pocket because he's going to be ending up paying for the rest of it. Rather, if it's now or later. Now, I'm going to tell you what I what I do believe will kick Roger, Roger Goodell in NFL to do something because, you know, if these fans, like I say, this is a business. Uh, and it's a business that's trying to rebrand and gain, get their momentum back. So, you know, if just how shout out to uh, Deshaun Watson, you know, he was um, at training camp and the fans love this guy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he still have local fans, you know, while the media is tearing his name up, you know, all throughout, you know, all on all media outlets. He had fans. Now, if the Browns organization can keep those victims from protesting at the um, stadium or at their games, I believe he can possibly slide by. But I think it will be triggered by those fans of the victims. I agree with that, man. It's gonna it's gonna be some heat, you know. They're not gonna let up. Um, but again, again, Cleveland may not care. They got a franchise quarterback. That is true. The study <laughs> and you know, like I say, shout out, you know, to Steve Harvey who's who was at the Emmys and called it the Oscars or one of them. You know, I am one, I'm a fan of no publicity is bad publicity, and the Browns have been plastered all over the TV. So they're getting, you know, people talking about them. So I'm pretty sure they're selling jerseys. They're selling something. And they're selling Deshaun Watson merchandise. They ain't selling nothing else Browns. And um, it's sad for Miles Garrett because this is a man that is a cornerstone for this football team. And the way the Browns are being heard just by this guy, you know what I'm saying? Let's talk about Miles Garrett a little bit. If you're going to have the Browns on TV, talk about one of the best defensive ends in football. Talk about him. But the Browns are making this petty money over a guy that we ain't even seen in uniform yet. How about he comes out here and he's a big bust for this team? $200 million bust. Matter of fact, I'm going to speak on this right now. And, and I like Baker Mayfield so much that I'm going to say this. The Browns are doomed. Oh, that's a big claim there, sir. Tim Couch and all them can remain, sit still on their couch because they have another quarterback coming to this organization and do absolutely nothing with the franchise. Baker's done the most with the franchise. <laughs> I'm going to stay down the limb. You know why? Because Deshaun Watson, so like, everybody, this is the thing I always said about Deshaun Watson. He's like, um, what's the guy's name, man? Um, man, McCaffrey. He's like McCaffrey on the Panthers, you know? He has a, he has a, he has a, he has a good play, good play, and then mediocre, 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 mediocre. Then he has a good play. He's the original GTS guy. When his team's down 40, he leaves the, man, Deshaun Watson, man, listen, man. He's a he's just an overrated stash guy, quarterback that you know got his way with the Houston Texans. Had a decent. Wow. I was like, he, he. What I'm seeing this right now is, yeah, the Browns might have got their franchise quarterback, but they ain't gonna lead to nothing but poor sadness and brown paper bags and distress. You know what I'm saying? Because what's the most he can do? Do you think Deshaun Watson is gonna get this team to a Super Bowl? Yes. With the team that he has constructed. Hell no. He had the top running game, man. Where's the receivers at on his side? The receivers in Houston were better. Where were the, where were the receivers in Houston? Houston? What? Houston didn't have the receivers? No. <laughs> no. They had, I, had, I had the receivers. They had one guy. I mean, D-Hop wasn't there? Come on, bro. That's one guy. D-Hop, yeah, that's good. He's D-Hop. good. 
D-Hop, Will Fuller for he, you ask, Will Fuller, that's why he was, he was just a fly route. That was it. I'm going to tell y'all this, man. Somebody got to fall off the boat. One of these men go fall off the net, and I ain't letting my man Lamar fall off the boat. Deshaun Watson go fall off the boat. He got he got treated nice right now. At the end of the day, Lamar's still going to be standing, and Deshaun Watson going to fall off that boat. I'm letting y'all know that right now. I'm letting y'all know that right now. That's an HSO, buddy. Deshaun Watson got a blessing from the Lord. He better be happy that he got that blessing because – all those women, 65 women, 36 of them came up and said something. I best believe somebody 65. else. Would <laughs> 65 women. 65? 65. That dude got a problem. <laughs> 65. That man okay. likes variety. But wait, I mean, but listen, but we're saying this, and you know, and this is what I'll be trying to highlight about athletes that everyone try to overlook. Jameis Winston. All these guys get slapped on the wrist. Every all this is falling by the wayside. So I, I'm just saying. So the NFL, the C, um, the NCAA football players has a history of this whole this this type of behavior. And you know what it does? It gets rewarded. It gets overlooked. I'm just saying, man. It, it, it's crazy, Sean Watson. And I don't mean no disrespect to you, man. You you are a talented quarterback and all that. But goddamn, 65 women, man. 65. Now I say he four away from a true milestone. <laughs> four away. Definitely. 70. <laughs> Jamie Stone Crab Legs. Oh, Not man. Hey, it's the same thing, man. You steal it. Y'all couldn't do it tonight, bro. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did, man. 69. <laughs> oh, oh, boy, they are cutting up tonight. Y'all go to the corner, man. Y'all cutting up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Deshaun's lazy boy massage. <laughs> <there. laughs> Deshaun, man. Sean Cosby. Where the jello at? Where the jello at? I knew it was in the 30s. It's double. That's Yo, crazy. If he becomes a new sponsor man for Jello at any point in his life, I'm doing it entirely myself. <laughs> the only thing I will say, I'm looking at Deshaun's stats compared to how we open up the, the um, tonight show with Kyler Murphy. They are superior. <laughs> I'll say that, but they are superior. I mean, yeah. Um, in December, he's uh, of a career, 18 touchdowns to six interceptions and a one-on-one passer rating. And I think Kyle was like an 86 passer rating. Yeah, that so, makes sense. I don't know, man. But then again, he can't get in too much trouble up in uh, up in Cleveland, though. It's, it's Sean Elmo Watson. <laughs> there you go right there. The tank tickler. <laughs> And it's sad as I see him out there working, as you know, the going around to different camps and whatnot. The only thing I can think in my mind is he like he like women to play with the starfish, right? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you change this into SpongeBob SquarePants? Oh, and I want to say, Jameis Winston had uh, sexual assault allegations in 2013 at Florida State, so that's what I was talking about. It's just FYI. Oh, crab legs. Yeah. No, for some, yeah, some crab legs, yeah. Oh, and, he, and, he was such, and he was touching a girl in the Uber, right? 
So, oh, that's right. Yeah, Look. thank you. Yeah. Don't be trying to fact check me like I'm Rondo and I'm talking about my players, man. Get out of here. It that. is your player. Hey, <laughs> this moment. Only because yeah, I don't know. This is 30 for 30. It's still <laughs> big play tape. And then he's out here like this. No. Man. Woo, that's fun tonight, fellas. Facts. I mean, but wait, I didn't see the dancing poop emoji. We still got to get that guy in. Oh, well, you know what? This it's is Hold on. Oh, it's a damn pooping emoji called two slid that on me. 65 women? That's the straight off boom. Man, that everyone needs some help. <laughs> oh man. That's yeah. That's funny. Man, man, man. man. man that man needs some help. Somebody said, somebody said to me today, what's wrong with one of the happy endings? Do you, do you guys find anything wrong with having a happy ending? It costs you. It costs him. It costs him. It costs him his reputation. It, man, how can you in that locker room? Everybody's gonna look at him like he like his booty played with. Say, <laughs> 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 <Same>, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that gonna be the only locker room. Everybody coming in fully dressed. Fully dressed. <laughs> But hey, why you worry about that? You need to be worried about Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah. Worry about somebody. Did somebody just retire from that football team? Probably. Commanders. Somebody didn't need to. Y'all gonna y'all gonna have a new coach after this year too. Book it. <laughs> hey, look, you know what? They need to throw it. I, I should have got, you know what? I'm putting a toilet bowl flushing uh Man, top on it for the next show. Facts. Because the it commanders they need to throw their whole um it's the Detroit. Detroit Lions on hard knocks, but the commander needs to throw their whole organization away for that name and allegations. Like they could have kept it as the W. What the fucks? Sorry. Well, yeah. Washington football team. <laughs> that commanders just sound like dun, 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 like GI Joe. Like yeah, I, could, I can't take y'all serious. Well, this is all I got to say for all them people who jumping off the Sean back, talking about he needs he did this, he doing. That. I ain't never going to another game. Y'all have that same energy with these. Washington allegations that are out there, oh, and the stories that are out there. Y'all keep that same smoke because <laughs> if it goes to court, which the NFL don't want it to, mm. Gruden get it to court, everything will come out. It's I wonder how much they paid RG3. I wonder how much they paid RG3 to keep hush because RG3 is supposed to come out with a series of things surrounding the Washington franchise and they ended up not being able to. And I want to know how much hush money that he got. And I want to know somebody's gonna be next to get all this way. I hope it's John Gruden's ass. <laughs> oh, they all Snyder. Uh, Kwan said, "Fire uh, Dan yeah. Snyder, been a creep." Patrick was, said, "Fire he was, Snyder." He was trying to pay women to give extra favors to uh, customers and clients. That's creepy shit. Yeah, you know what? Shout out to Clint Porter. I don't know if y'all seen his podcast, but he used to talk about how. This like this was back when Clint Portis was there, like, and you know what? Like, yeah, yeah, it was, it was popping, it was, was popping, popping, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, he was, he was they, they were sipping that drink, exactly. That's what Clint Portis was talking about, yeah. So, oh, I guess the time it's the hard hardest part of the day, right? We it's, we gotta say our goodbyes. Yeah, man, they was they man. Salute to y'all, man. I'm start. I'm gonna start to shout out. Salute to oh. y'all tonight. Y'all did y'all damn thing, man. Y'all was in that clown and y'all interacting with the crew. Appreciate that. Bring that same energy night in and night out. 
Get your study on. Don't be Kyler Murray. <laughs> man, I'm a little scared, man. You said you started clapping your hands. You, that came from down below. Yeah, man, it's all about time. We got football this week, baby. That is true. And you football know what? Shout out to everybody. Man. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have a uh, watching here in the studio. So, you know, uh, shout out to everybody in the group. We're going to post it in the group. Uh, you know, uh, y'all can come hang out with us, and we're going to do a show. Uh, welcome back to um, football. We're going to do a Thursday night show. We're going to have a Thursday night viewing. So definitely give a shout out to everybody that's going to be uh, coming in, hanging out with us in the uh, studio out here in Arlington, Texas. Shout out to everybody that was in the chat, man. We appreciate that. Uh, y'all come back. You know, we miss y'all. You know, like your grandma say, y'all come back here now. You know, I got I got some food for y'all. I got a poke chop sandwich. Y'all just make it all back for tomorrow, Tuesday, the Sports Chatter Show, where we talk about the trending topics in our Facebook group. Um, so definitely give a shout out to the family. Don't appreciate my baby. You know what I'm saying? Tasha, man, Natasha, she was the first person she was she worked today. So definitely give a shout out to my baby. She's doing big things. Appreciate that, baby. Um, you know, and my daughter. Wait, she's her birthday is August 3rd, and she's going to New York, man. So I'm a little nervous about that. Um, but that's all I got, man. Appreciate y'all. Check us out on Spotify, Apple iTunes, and y'all can Google us. Check us out anytime. That's all I got, man. Appreciate y'all for hanging out with us. What you got there, too? Shout out, you know, you know how it is. Shout out to every time uptown, downtown. I want to give a shout out to my cousin Kara. It's her birthday today. She's 34. You know, just remember that you're younger than me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm big cousin. And um, shout out to you guys, man. Shout out to everybody that commented, everybody that participated tonight, everybody that shows love on a daily basis. Don't stop showing that love. It's only gonna get more intense, more fire here. So follow along and as well. All streaming platforms, whatever you put your headphones on to, whatever app you do, you better click, type in Sports Talk with Friends podcast and tune in. You may tune in tonight because we're going to be all on you goddamn pages and all over your social media platform, baby, all that. We coming. Oh, yeah. Like that. Okay, with the Randis Macho Man. (laughs) Till tomorrow, baby. Tap in. Sports Chatter Show. This is OTSBS Show. We're in a loop. We out. In the group.